Here we go, Turin Giants Podcast, number 194. Welcome back, or welcome, if it's your first time. Hopefully, you'll stick with us. My name is Farhat. I'm the host that loves you most, and here with me is our everyone's best friend, Rav. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. How you doing? How's things? I'm well. I'm well. This is Alessandro Belpiero chiming, chiming in. Uh, we'll be using him a lot today because we have a lot of questions, and for the sake of He's our timing. He's our, he's our timing coach. Uh, so here he is. Boys and girls, lots happening. We just thought, hey, it's time for a podcast. And I'm glad Rob was available. Join us because he's been working his ass off. You know, he's, he's, uh, even now, he's, he's you know, uh, sipping on his beer, and I'm sure he's doing something behind the scenes. Uh, Rob, how can people reach you, your personal account, your, uh, your awesome news account that's... Pff, miraculously has like over 6,000 followers already <laughs> within like three months. Um, clearly you're doing something right. Hook us up, it's, buddy. Um, well, if you, if you really want to follow me, I always forget my own username, to be honest, but Ilgobo2002. Ilgobo2002. Right That's it. And I also cover Juventus for this new project that I'm doing with a friend. And it's really simple. It's just Foot Italia 1. And we, we cover a lot of Juve stuff, but a lot of other stuff as well. So that's fantastic yeah it was it was really it was good times when you came back people are very excited and i am truly honored that you chose us as your uh as your partner you know i always i i've been on his ass <laughs> even when he was uh hidden in the bushes i mean he, i um i i would message him it's like hey it's time to come back let's go let's go let's go come join us and here he is we will be working together for the next season Speaking Absolutely. of next season, there's a lot of things planned. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention is I would like to start a YouTube show, but since it's, it's simply impossible for us to do everything and cover everything and bring you guys a, um, a, a show you deserve, if there's anyone out there with YouTube experience who has a lively personality and is willing to put in a lot of work, YouTube, YouTube shows are a lot more uh, involved and, and, and tougher to do than, than podcasts. But if you're up for it, if you're fun, energetic, young, um, and mostly is willing to put in the work for the next year, please reach out to us. I will be promoting and helping you out. But the, the YouTube show will be your responsibility. And I hope we can find someone because there's, that's, it's, that's a lot of content that is, you know, uh, willing to be put out there. So please reach out to me. Ways to reach out to us. Sorry, this is our first podcast after a while. I was, I've been disconnected for a while. So, uh, at Turin Giants on Instagram, there's another account coming. I will let you guys know about that one. Twitter, at Juve Podcast for the podcast business. And at Turin Giants, if you're interested in purchasing our awesome merchandise. Uh, thanks. Shout outs to uh, Giuseppe. Uncle Beppe, as, as I like to call him, <laughs> for uh, putting on the awesome Zizou t-shirt that we released. And uh, it got a lot of traction. Uh, last few days have been successful for that particular shirt. And just, you know, uh, it's dope as fuck. So please go purchase it. Anything else we should touch on before we get into the all new Touring Giants podcast episode number 194? How are you holding up there, by the way? I, I expected a, I expected you just to sit in a, in a, in a, in a, 
kiddie pool just you know pouring if, cups of water on you on yourself if if i could have i would have seriously man the the weather in this country has been no joke and today is wave, buddy yeah it, man but we, we're not equipped we're like you guys have air conditioning and you know swimming pools and stuff we have i just read that three percent of homes in the uk have like proper ac units that's i don't know how true that is <laughs> no not true <laughs> that's not true <laughs> there's like trying to just I mean, we have like two weeks of summer like two weeks mm-hmm. of really intense summer and we had the hottest day ever like in the history of the world ever yesterday oh and like the whole country fell apart people were crying yeah. you know like but 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 we're not definitely not global no global warming definitely right oh um, completely doesn't exist yeah doesn't exist <laughs> um one more thing I wanted to mention, very important. Obviously, we I'm located in the U.S. and Juventus a while ago announced their USA trip. I will be going to the game against Real Madrid on July 30th. I mean, that's the plan, at least. I haven't bought the, the airline ticket, but I have the ticket waiting for me. Please come meet us. There will be a uh, pre-party at a bar, and then we will be doing a what we call here in America, a tailgate party at the stadium itself. They allow alcohol. I spoke to Saeed. Uh, please reach out to him. Uh, Juventus Los Angeles. Oh, crap, I should have pulled up the um, his information because he will be happy to help you guys if you have any questions. There, it's, it's Big old party is being planned. Um, oh, here it is. You, at Juve Los Angeles is the Twitter. Please reach out to Saeed for more information. Um, Rose Bowl is a legendary venue. I know it's pricey. I know you may not be able to afford it, but hey, Juve haven't visited the United States in a long time, and it's a game against Real Madrid, and you know, it's lots of lots of stu- uh, fun stump stuff planned, so please reach mm-hmm. out to him or me. If you want to meet me, uh, like I said, we will be doing drinking and games and, and giveaways so um please join us shall you shall you shall (laughs) (laughs) Shall you (laughs) all right uh shall we begin with the with the podcast yeah we've got questions so we decided to kind of oh one more thing in in the future another thing i wanted to uh mention that we will be involving rav um since he's the news guru I've always wanted to have a new segment on a podcast, and I feel like this year we'll probably start doing that. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear more of Rav and less of me, which is what everybody wants, please join us. Yeah, or, uh, sure. you know, we'll be doing five, 10 minute uh, news, news segments on the podcast. So that's one thing that I planned that will be different from previous podcasts, podcast seasons. Season number nine is beginning soon. And as always, I like to make a little changes every season. Nobody wants nobody wants to to have the the old show. We we're always trying to evolve. So that's last bit of business. Uh, for now, we have a few questions prepared, and as we go through the questions and 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 give us uh, give you us. I'm all over the place. I apologize. <laughs> it's been a while. As we give you guys our answers, we will be kind of discussing the things that have been going on. So it's not like us reading the news and 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 then going through the same questions uh, from you guys. So as always, thank you to all of you who uh, uh, participated in the thread and and submitted your questions. 
which is like 11 people. It's been a while, so people are really interested in the new episode. So shall we get to it? Uh, first question comes from our friend, um, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? Uh, he told me that he will be going to the game, to one of the games. I forget which one, but hey, he will be there. If you want to meet, if you want to meet Patrick, one of our, one of our Darhart fans, always there with a question and always is there with a nice thing to say to us. So we appreciate you. So Patrick is asking, what's the realistic expectation for this season, considering all other moves from all other clubs? Well, Rob, what are your um, expectations for the next season? Uh, short and sweet, win Serie A, uh, win the Coppa d'Italia. And the bare minimum for me would be to, uh, let's say, make it to like the semifinals. For the Champions League, oh, we should we should win it. We should win it. I'd like I, I say this to you every time we record, but I always believe that we're going to win every competition until we can't win it. So the expectations for me, um, as biased as I am, are always going to be the same: that we're going to win until we can't win. So, yeah, like the minimum win City are at the very least, and hopefully win it by like a a big distance. So big margin. What about you? Yeah, about you? I, you know, I've been. Uh, Definitely win Serie A. Coppa Italia is is you know I don't start thinking about it until until there are <laughs> tough games you know quarterfinals and 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 sem semifinals. But um, don't know about Coppa Italia yet. But Serie A is definitely very doable. Um, Inter are struggling with with the signings. I I don't think Lukaku is going to have the same impact as he did uh, under Conte. Uh, I think that will be a flop. So. They're, they don't seem to be strengthening their squad a lot at all. Uh, Milan, don't know much about Milan, but I haven't heard many big signings there. Nothing yet. They're, they're linked with, I think, like Ziyech and there's a Belgian mm. kid that they want to get and some others, but they haven't actually signed anyone like big, big yet. So, okay. Yeah. yeah so maybe, maybe they're relying on their, you know, uh, squad from last year. Mm. I'm not expecting much from them. And, you know, <laughs> recent signings for Juve that pretty much solidified my <laughs> my belief in that we're we will win Serie A so yeah and for me quarterfinals I'll, I'll be happy with we, 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 <laughs> we've been so beat down by the Champions League for me quarterfinals at least will be will be a happy yeah. um, and then you know next year and and then the year after it's a it's a slow process you know building a team and finding that balance as as a we're definitely not going to win the champions league this year but um hopefully we'll go far enough to have the belief for next year next question at usa underscore juve 10 uh juve in the usa who's the biggest lost uh, who is who is the bigger loss on and off the field this upcoming season for Juve, twenty-two-year-old Delict or thirty-seven-year-old Kellini? Mm. <laughs> I mean, um, Delict, right? <laughs> no, I, honestly, you know what? I, I would say I wouldn't say it's that cut and dry. Like having someone in, like Kellini who's been there for what twenty years, who knows the club, who is that presence in the dressing room he's the captain he's the guy that kind of leads from the back that's a big loss i know he's 37 i don't offer much more for another year but at the same time delicht he, he was starting to come into his own last season but he wasn't i don't think he was fully there yet so i don't know maybe a bit of both i know that's kind of a cop-out answer but 
I feel like there's there's things that we're going to miss from both players. It's not going to be as cut as dry, cut and dry for me as saying, look, it's just the younger guy that that we're going to miss more. So I don't I don't know if you sure. feel the same. Or... I mean, I I mean, I let, let's <laughs> let me not do it as cut and dry as you did, but you know, <laughs> Delic, that's that's my boy. De, I mean. Kellini was definitely a presence, but there are other players in the locker room that that know Juve, that have the DNA. We will miss Kellini for sure. But if we're if we're talking between the two guys, it's a it's a blow, man. I, I was wearing my Dilek jersey all day yesterday. Um, <laughs> it's it's one of those transfers yeah. that, um, again, it helps that everything was done professionally. It helps that everything was done uh, with respect towards the club. We've had we've had a few bittersweet transfers in the last few years that that kind of left uh, <clears throat> Ronaldo and you know <laughs> we were kind of bitter. But uh, Delict was never going to do that to Juve. And you know, last training with the club, he brought in his his shoes to sign for the fans, and everything was done. And you know, dealing with Bayern is always um, hey. a good experience. <laughs> they seem to be very professional in the way they do things and. Having them on on our good side is always a good um, always a good thing. We seem to be we seem to do good business with them uh, always, and giving away our best young talents to to them it seems to be the thing now. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I mean I'm not gonna lie, we got we got a lot out of Kilini, and I feel like uh, we we never got to that point where Delict was 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 the main player and and. It's a shame that we cut that short, but you will be missed. Jersey's yeah. in the closet. I will be rocking it uh, for years to come. Um, Rabiot seems to be topic of a lot of discussion. Yeah. Um, so this question comes from Zach, our uh, longtime listener. Thank you so much um, for your question. So if Rabiot stays, do you think he'll be a better player with Pogba beside him? seeing as they both played together for the national team. Great question. Both players are World Cup winners. Both players are, are important parts of French national team. And that's what bugs me when people say things about Rabiot. You know, people forget that he's actually a decent player and the wages are not, not that high. You know, you know, people are worried about, oh, his wages... I don't care about his wages. That's his. That's his salary. What do I care about that? As a, it seems to be like the new thing in in the modern game, where fans are really worried about player salaries, and that's for that's for the back back office to worry about. That's for it, it is an important part of the. It is an important part of the. Um, like if uh, depends on how far you want to take your fandom, but I just. Don't seem to be worried it's, about those things, right? It's too much. I mean, with with Rabio, I feel like I feel like he's been so hit and miss. I know that there are people that definitely sort of look at him and think, okay, well, he's he he still has that potential to kind of to bring that to Juve. But we've been waiting like what two years, three years now, and I think I can probably count on one hand the amount of really incredible games that he's had, or like really strong performances that he's had. I, I think mm -hmm. he's just too flaky. I mean. He's the kind of player that if he stays, I'm not going to be like up in arms. Like uh, there was definitely a point when I wanted him gone, but now I kind of look at him and I think, okay, well maybe bringing Pogba in and maybe having a better team around him might motivate him a little bit more. I still feel like 
I think he started to turn on his best football like towards the end of the season when he thought that maybe he was going to leave and that other teams were going to be interested. So I feel like he kind of took it up a gear. He was like, right, I need to put my presence into like the shop window. I need people to be able to see me so that I can get a move to Chelsea or Liverpool or whatever. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's just, that. that's like the cynical side of me. I see that sort of increase in, in his performances and him suddenly starting to, to play better as in like, okay, I need to, I need to think about my future in a better team. If he continues to play the way that he left off last season, fantastic I, I would say that that wouldn't be such a bad thing but he needs to bring it we need to have consistency week in week out and just the last thing i'll say is that the benchmark that we have for like the uv midfield is the midfield that left like five six years ago and we still haven't had that standard of consistency where players turn up every single week giving their best it's like a great game here a great game there we need that every single week so do you do you agree with me when i say that you can't judge any player except Alexander by, uh, <laughs> you know you can't judge their last season or last couple of seasons because the team was just in shambles the team was uh, injury ridden and, and Allegri hasn't really found the perfect tactics yet yes last year we got slapped in the face last day of the Mercato by Ronaldo leaving and mm. it's been a struggle it's an uphill battle ever since but you yeah. know, there are great players that were just not given chances to to shine. And I feel like Rabio is one of them. Um, I don't it, know if that's all it's, Sorry, sorry. I, let me let me just real quick. It's just it's it's like Man United fans and some Juve fans saying Pogba is just not the same level anymore. It's it's the team, you know, it's it's the yeah. whole squad that 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 brings their quality down, I feel like. So can't really judge until we finish and we're sitting here recording in the on the last day of the season next year what do you yeah. think I, I agree with that to an extent i think we've had so much change in the last three seasons to go from sari to pirlo to allegri it's like three really drastic changes to the team so for them to sort of settle into a style of pay, play and sort of do that consistently i know that that's probably been difficult for them at the same time it's juventus this is you know, like there's a standard here that we expect. And a lot of those players haven't delivered to that standard. Alexandra, you know, is one of them. Rabio, you know, like one good game, three average games, four bad games, another good game. And he's not the only one. I'm not singling him out. I think a lot of players have been like that. I think this this season, there can't be any excuses. There is nowhere to hide. It's going to be new tactics, new players, new signings, new approach. Definitely. This so, is a do or die season for sure. Absolutely, man. Big things expected. Uh, I think this this would be a quick question from Juventus Norway. Again, one of our oldest listeners. Uh, he or she is asking, are we going to win the CL with this team that we have right now or do we need more and better players? Uh, our, our best player for the CL, <laughs> I feel like, would be just luck. Just We've been so unlucky. It's like... It's like somebody literally put a jinx on us. I'll take luck over any better players. But all jokes aside, uh, I think we just discussed that. I don't think we're good enough to win the Champions League yet. It takes, I don't think people realize how good a team it takes to win the Champions League because you need to be, you need to be on point for, you know, the, the whole, the group stage, you can kind of miss here and there, but 
mm. once the player once the knockout stages you have to be a really good team and just 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 look at the teams that that Real Madrid knocked off they they slipped up at the <sighs> wrong time and Real Madrid took advantage of that uh, I just don't yeah, like it that yeah I've, no it was I've, incredible it, it was it was incredible it was you know there there comes a time where you as a fan of any any sport just put respect on someone's name when when you really hate them throughout yeah. the whole. it's like LeBron James when he came <laughs> back from 3-1 uh down 3-1 to beat the 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 Warriors to me that was the moment's like yeah he he's earned my respect uh not that he really needs it but uh, I feel like Real Madrid and and you know all the champ all the trophies that Cristiano Ronaldo has won in his career uh, I feel like that was that was time to put some respect on his name and same thing with Real Madrid last year it was just incredible that was one of my favorite seasons even though you just like sit back and as a as a neutral fan you're like holy shit every game is just a battle here um but yeah I don't think we're I don't think we're good enough to win the Champions League yet I feel like we need a I, I love I love Chesney but I don't think he's a he's a Champions League winning goalkeeper and um we just need one more striker next to um, we need I, I personally speaking I think we need players but I think the first thing that you said is I think that we need more than anything else of so we need luck like yeah. I don't think has any other team been to as many finals as we have and, and lost like I'm talking back in the 90s the Dortmund to the one against Milan, the the two recently, it's like it just becomes exhausting. Like you go yeah. through all that emotional turmoil getting there, and you think this is going to be our year, and every every fucking year. <laughs> so I, if if we can just, I don't know, like does, whoever's listening to this, whatever country you're in, if you have like some kind of witch doctors or some kind of special <laughs> ceremony or something, anything like just go and do it. Give money to the temple, like rubber rabbits foot, whatever the fuck you need to do, man. We need to, mm-hmm. yeah, we get a win sure. this year, please. <laughs> uh, sp- speaking of countries, you, I'm, I'm glad that little segue, we're going to take a little break from the questions. I would like to read as always. I, I am such a geek about geography and where, where our listener comes, listeners come from. And I love every single one of you. And thank you so much for tuning in again. As you know, I'll, I'll take this opportunity to thank you guys again. And uh, I'm a podcast listener and I know there's a million of them out there. So we always appreciate you making us part of your day. Uh, so last 30 days, let's see who've been listening to. There's not much to be listened to. So we, we truly appreciate you going back and listening to the old episodes. United States, as far as countries, Bahrain, number two. I've never had, we've never seen Bahrain uh, any maybe in the top 10 but not in the top two for sure australia canada canada slipped to fourth spot they're usually you know uh they're usually number two number one with the united states italy number five denmark united kingdom germany uh united arab Arab emirates romania saudi arabia chile austria uh, austria sweden poland mongolia tuning in Wow. And as far as cities, let me just read the top five cities. Columbus, Ohio, always supporting and always with us. Thank you, guys. Uh, Mahama, Bahrain. Thank you, guys. I guess I guess the only city that's listening to the Turin Giants podcast is Mahama. San Rafael. That sounds like uh, that's from in America. Sounds like it will be in California as a as a former California uh, resident. I, I kind of recognize it. Sydney, Australia and Vancouver. Oh, and special shout out to Stockton, the A area. Thank you guys so much. Um, thanks for letting me 
Uh, shout out all of you. Shall we uh, move on to the next question, Rav? What do you think? Yeah. Do you have anything in particular? Do you, I'll, I'll take a break from speaking. Do you, do you, do you want to read a, read a question that you got saved up? I'm going to have a quick look and see if I can find one. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, so what, this is from Mustafa. I should, I should say that first. Yes. Um, yes. Awesome. Sir. He always asks great questions. Uh, so he asks, what are the remaining p- uh, pieces for us to be competitive in Europe? And how do we both rate the transfer market so far? So what do you think? I think we kind of covered that, but do you think there's any particular players that kind of ring out? Like we definitely need this particular player to, to be more competitive in Europe. I don't have enough time to do research about players, but I do need. I do know left back and right back in the modern game is so important, and we're just not there yet. Uh, I wish, especially with players, with tall players in the box, um, I wish we would get uh, a right back and a left back. Quadrado is all good with me, but even last year, I mean, Quadrado went from the the leader in assists in Europe to. Kind of just passing back and 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 mm. not delivering at all. I, you know, it was, it was a blur of a season for for Cuadrado, uh, and those positions are definitely in need of uh, revamping. I wish our team would take risks with young younger players um, mm. and not rely so much on the on the older players. But yeah, um, I would love to see some some you know. Somebody said that we haven't had a good ride back since Lex Chiner. <laughs> oh, by the way, shout outs to shout outs to um, uh, I reached out to it's so funny. It was a few months ago. I reached out to Stefan Lex on Instagram, which is at Turin Giants. Please join us. Oh, wow. And uh, I, I was like, hey, UVA fans would love to follow, you know, love to listen to a podcast uh, if you came on. He liked the message, started following us, but uh, I will definitely follow up on his appearance, which would be super cool to have a fir- first time, you know, uh, to have an awesome. ex-UVA player on the podcast for sure. I will, I will keep you guys, um, keep you guys posted. And what was the second question? Sorry. Um, how do you rate the uh, transfer window so far in terms of like the players that we got? I don't know. Like if you gave it a rating out of 10, what would you give it so far? Just based on what we, the three players we signed for. Uh, but, but also, you know, Losing Dybala gets a 0.5 off. So I, I, I you know, uh, Delict was a was a big blow. But again, I know it's not really management's fault. And Delict mentioned that he would love to play for a more offensive team. And again, shout out to Saeed, uh, the president of the Juventus Fan Club of Southern California. We were on the phone for like an hour talking about Juventus stuff and catching up. And he said that I think Delict just wants to play um in a more offensive team and he literally came out and said that today um he's a he's he's a he's a good player with football at his feet and maybe he just wants to score a little more goals and have a little less uh pressure at the back Juve was just very defensive and Allegri ball is another another thing that's gonna loom over us I if he doesn't change his tactics it's not gonna be a the only thing I would say The only thing I would say about that is like, I, I kind of feel like, what did he expect coming to Italy to play for Juventus? You know, like we're not known for our attacking football. So yeah. <laughs> I get, you know, like I, I get that he wanted to move on and play a different style of football, which is fine. I respect that as a young player, but 
at the same time, I don't think it's necessarily. I know some people were sort of saying it's like a dig against Juventus and Allegri, but I, I, I don't think I don't see it that way. Like you come to Italy to play for the biggest team in Italy, who have a like a historic reputation of being very strong at the back, of winning games, you know, like really slender victories. We don't go out there and like destroy opponents. That's Juve for like the last you know hundred plus years. So it wasn't yeah. going to suddenly change when when De Ligt arrives. So you know, just is what it is. But. Um, I don't know if I gave if I were to give them the transfer window a rating so far. I think I'd give it like a seven out of ten. I think we're we're doing pretty well. We're like on the right track. Right. Yeah. I think we need, like you said, right backs. We need well or a right back. We need a left back. We need another striker. Yeah, we need another centre back. We need a deputy for Vlajevic. And we need to figure out what is going to happen with that midfield because we've got we got midfielders coming out the ass right now. We've got so many midfielders. It's ridiculous. When you actually write it and, and sort of put it all down on paper, it's like, we don't need to go and buy new midfielders. We need to we need to figure out what we're going to do with the ones that we have. So, Well, Arthur should be on his way out. I just read that Ramsey is not in plans to play at all. Uh, and they're waiting. I mean, I've been hearing mm-hmm. that they're trying to um, cancel his contract for months now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, but, but yeah, another center back is needed because from what I'm reading defense is you know, one injury and you're, you're going to have to employ Danilo at center back who's, who's great, but you know, we do need help in the back. And yeah, if, if Allegri is <laughs> such a defensive minded coach, we do need a wall at the back and you know, wall, wall, yeah. we do have a wall right now, but one of those you can just jump over. So we just need one more, <laughs> one more layer of bricks over the wall for sure. That signing, sorry, just to just to touch on that. I don't know if there's any questions about that, but to just to quickly touch on what happened yesterday, we we kind of saw like a little bit of the Juve of old, you know, like the sort of I, I mentioned it on Twitter, but it was that very kind of ruthless Juve, like they lost the Licht, and within 48 hours they had identified, or I'm sure they already had the target. They had a replacement, they knew that they were going to face a little bit of opposition from Inter. So rather than like haggle, they just kind of made this offer that was right in the sweet spot. It was like, okay, there's no way that Inter are going to match this offer, but it's not ridiculous. It's not too high. It's just at the right amount. And we go and sign the best, one of the best players in Serie A, the best defender in Serie A last season, the player the best player from our city rivals and the player that our most hated rivals wanted to sign and was going to be their probably their biggest signing this summer. So we we crushed it in like six or seven different ways just by making one move. It was absolutely beautiful. Rob on, Rob on Twitter yesterday was big and slop. <laughs> he he reveled in everything. I mean so happy. if you if you read inter pages and inter Reddit was was on fire as well. Shout outs to all the Juve Reddit folks who are who are following us. And uh yeah it was it was a pretty sweet transfer all around. And and he arrived at like you know like three hours and and (laughs) you know they're like yeah he arrived by plane it's like where why is he taking a plane isn't it the same city like where is he flying from i think he was Uh, in austria i think so he was coming across yeah they they didn't want to fuck around they were not playing any games yesterday they were like we're gonna reach in and like snatch the heart out of inter we're gonna bring this player in and we're gonna parade him in front of everyone we're going to have the video showing him arriving like really rubbing it in it was 
absolutely and amazing. You know, that's that's Beautiful. just another South American player arriving, and we we've always had that fun South American um, core at Juve who are the fun people at the club. Um, that so guy doesn't look that- fun. He he looks all business. That guy is. You oh, know, you think I, so? He he does not look like the kind of guy that you're gonna. Does see. he play like, for the national team? I'm sorry to interrupt. I think he does. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's been called up now. Yeah, he. I watched a lot of him last season, and there are a few things he needs to work on. But he kind of reminded me of of Kulabali in in the way that he reads and understands the game, the way that he times his tackles so perfectly, um, and he's got a little bit of Lillian Turam in him as well, in like that kind of athleticism, the way that he sort of gets forward, runs, sprints. He he looks absolutely fantastic. I know people are gonna you know sort of say you're getting too carried away too early, but seriously he looks like a, a really good player in prospect yeah i'm i'm uh i'm kind of googling him right now probably something i should have uh should have done before man these this statistic websites <laughs> are just insane he um he played for atletico mineiro yeah. uh, for two years in torino since 2018 um if anyone wants to you know, like just get a just just to get a rough idea of what kind of player he is. Just watch the you'll find the highlights everywhere, but watch him play against us and the way that he plays yes, against Vlaivic. Circulating it's, around, definitely. That's that yeah. that was a good performance. Yeah, he's a, he's a big dude taking on Vlaovic and not at home, at our house, not yeah. giving him an inch. And uh, he did pretty, that over and over again. Against Juve, he did it against all the big teams and he did it over and over. He is He's that kind of consistent player that we need, and he's he's all business. So, my kind of player. Yeah, so, um, in Serie A, he scored um, eleven goals, three assists, two red cards. He was born March eighteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Twenty-five years old. That's just prime for exactly. For We're getting him at the best. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like we said, defender of the year. He did get the award, and I don't remember when, where Torino finish the season but that's 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 amazing to see for uh for for a team that's it was a good team but usually you get those awards for someone whose team won something in the and uh in the league. yeah so excellent to exactly. see mm-hmm. you have any questions ready to go um, while i scroll here yeah yeah for sure uh let's have a look this okay this kind of goes uh Back to the the whole delict discussion. We can make this real quick, but um, Lucas, who asks, uh, "Are you happy with the amount that we've gotten from the delict transfer?" Oh, I have a whole thing Bremer? prepared for that. Yes, sir. If yeah, I mean, I, I can touch on that while you want to, if you want to bring it up. But for Go me, ahead. I feel like we got the right amount at the right time to be able to do both things. I think if we had spent any longer, going back and forth with buying. I think there was a very good chance that we didn't get Baremba. So we might have maybe got an extra 10 million, but then we would have maybe had to spend an extra 20 million or something, or maybe more to go and get someone like, I don't know, Pau Torres or, or some other defender. So I feel like it was everything kind of aligned at the right time. They just they yeah. went, okay, we're going to get 80 million for Delict, which is 5 million less than we paid for him. I think it's about 77 million, which is okay. It's, it's not a bad deal. Um, we take a big chunk of that. We get Bremer and we, like I say, we, we complete five different objectives in buying that one player and we still have money left over. Uh, and it's one less thing we have to worry about for the whole of the summer. So financially, 
if there was more time, yeah, sure, maybe we could have done better deals on both. But given Not exactly it. what's happening at the at, at the moment, yeah, it's it's entirely worth it. We got everything right at the right time, in mm -hmm. my opinion. So yeah, time timing was essential for this transfer. Um, somebody brought it up, uh, Donato Grossi. I've been following him on Twitter for a while. So he had a question, and I kind of screenshot it and put it in our Turin Giants podcast uh, WhatsApp WhatsApp thread. So I would read something that Matt posted. Shoutouts to Matt Coco. We will be having Matt Coco and Giovanni Moore on a, in the new season. Uh, they will be sort of like the weekend crew because they're 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 all busy, and we will we will have the European slash outside the United States hosts during the week. So there's a lot of content coming and I'm super excited. I, um, I'm, I, I'm kind of out of the loop right now. Um, but new, new season, new season is going to be just gangbusters. So stick with us, follow us, subscribe. And by the way, on Spotify, uh, if you could add a, a rating, like a five-star rating, I've never asked to do that. And I know there's like 11 five-star ratings so whoever did that without even me asking i do appreciate you so here it is so 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 um donato grossi he's asking so delict had a release clause of 120 million euros and we accept 67 million euros plus 10 million in bonuses instead if he nowhere close to the 90 100 million that we were demanding and willing to accept uh someone helped me uh, make sense of this transfer and then you know i post that in the page and then matt just goes off it's like a whole paragraph <laughs> here so so uh stick with me i i i like to uh i like to shout out our our other co-hosts every once in a while so here's what matt wrote so assuming donato is correct and 90 million was the bottom that you were willing to accept and unless i'm mistaken the total was 70 million plus 10 million in bonuses so, so let's just say 80 million for delict. The question is, uh, the question is then, are they going to hold out over 10 million? Just like you know, Rob mentioned yeah. right now. Uh, sure, Juve could stay. Juve could say no. We're not selling him until we get 290 million. But what if no one was willing to pay that amount? So you keep Delic for one more season, try to convince him to sign a new contract? Question mark. If he doesn't sign because he knows next year he can sign for whatever club. At a premium salary then you let him go for nothing if he does sign any new contract was going to have a lower release clause probably somewhere in 16 to 80 million range and you end up getting for him of course there's a scenario that you convince him to resign and he stays for more of his career there's no guarantee so can you afford to give up a player like him for nothing I like to think there are enough conversations going around that they probably floated the new contract with the lower salary clause and had a sense of what the chances were of extending him. Uh, and somewhere else I wrote, I read, uh, and, uh, end of quote, basically. Somewhere else I read that this release clause was set before COVID hit. So yeah. we got pre-COVID numbers and post-COVID numbers. And there's a lot of uh, what have you noticed? You, you know, Rob, you you do a lot more research, and obviously, what's your website, by the way? Uh, the website is. <laughs> oh my God! Really, Rob? I, seriously, it, it, <laughs> it is. It's footitalia.com, which has got a lot of. Um, uh, it's got a lot of Juve stuff. Seriously, I I just had a complete brain freeze. I was like, hang on, it's UVSC. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't run UVSC anymore. I don't do that. Uh, yeah, it's footitalia.com. We we try and cover as much as we can between us. Um, 
there's, there's a that. new sh- new sheriff in town, baby. I mean, <laughs> Rob is coming back. If you're if you're a good writer, if you're willing to yeah. to uh, to submit articles, Definitely. please re- reach out to Rob because we need as much Juve content as content as possible. <laughs> especially since one of the Twitter accounts have gone gone berserk and just <laughs> going crazy, insulting people. We don't. We're no. We're yeah. not down with that. We 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 love. Uh, yeah. we, love, we love love and we love peace and mm-hmm. uh yeah so so um you know yeah reach just, out to rob if you want to and and i will be contributing as well and there will definitely. be a podcast column on the website so big things coming so definitely. what back to my question what are you hearing about you know the new era of trading players post-covid the the two things that, that have struck me i listened to obviously you know, your guys' podcast, I listen to a lot of English podcasts as well, but the, the recurrent theme seems to be that you got this bubble in the Premier League where these clubs have basically got so much money, they can only afford to buy and sell to one another. And they're mm. also buying players from outside of, of the Premier League. But just in terms of fees, I think the only clubs right now that can afford to pay the ridiculous release clauses and the the crazy sort of fees are the, the teams in the Premier League. They're the only, club, the only clubs that haven't really suffered or take, I mean, they've taken a hit, but nothing to the extent of the clubs in, you know, Italy and France and, and Spain. Look at Barcelona. They've had to literally bend over backwards and sell huge portions of, of everything, you know, that they're selling off chunks left, right and center. They're selling off parts of their future so that they can fund the present. But in terms of delict, I think what Matt said was absolutely right. And I think what a lot of people have said is right. I think the biggest issue right there is that if they had got a defender signed already, we wouldn't have an issue. It's the fact that they were so up against it. And the other thing that I can't remember who said it this summer, it was one of the managers or one of the sporting directors of one of the Italian clubs said that there are more attacking players that are easy to get than there are defenders right now. Good quality defenders, you have to pay top dollar for because there's so few of them. And there's only one or two in each league that are really kind of ringing out right now. So if Juventus had already signed someone, they could have afforded to, to haggle with Bayern. They could have really sort of stuck to their guns and say, no, we're, we're not going to take anything less than 90 million because we were up against it, because he wanted to leave, because we were happy to let him go, because we needed to sign a, a defender ASAP. And there was a chance that Bremer could have gotten away from us and the other options were not that great. They had to accept something slightly yeah. less. So it's a combination of everything. And look at it. We're sitting here now on what Tuesday? What is it? Tuesday, Wednesday, a couple of days after the Lich left, and we've signed the best defender in Serie A last last season. That that's so fucking lucky, man. We have landed yeah. on our feet, and we might even—I'm not gonna, you know, like say definitely, but we may even have gotten all there. So you know, it's win-win for us. It really is. Yeah. Well, that kind of closes the delic- discussion. Best of luck to him. Um, it's so funny, but, uh, except, except against us, uh, Paolo Dybala just posted the, you know, all aroma and, you know, picture in his Jersey. And the first comment with the most likes is, uh, Claudio Marchisio, who also follows us on Turin Giants at Turin Giants on Instagram. And, uh, he's like, best of luck, Paulito, but except for against us. Uh, so I feel like, you know, all of, all of you motherfuckers, you know, you guys, <laughs> you guys, you owe Paulito an apology for all the trash you've been talking about him moving to uh, to Inter. But that's, you know, that's a discussion for Roma fans. Uh, mm-hmm. We're happy for him. It's 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 a rival, but not not as bad as 
if he would move to uh, to Inter. And um, yeah, I feel like he was he was vindicated a little bit because people were talking a lot of trash about him and about his girlfriend, and that's a shame. Uh, best of luck to him, except against us. <laughs> now let's take a step back here, and uh, Rina Rina is asking. Which, which is hilarious. My, I like to answer a little uh, even more. Rina is asking, will our new signings affect on Allegri's tactics in a way that we would see more offensive football? And somebody just replies, LOL, LOL, LOL. Um, that's the dream. Honestly, I want to see. I, I, I want to see a defensive Juve. I want to see a Juve that, that is back to, you know, 15, 16. Yeah. You know, th- those seasons where you... You know, you come to our house, you'll be lucky if you get one goal against us. Because last two seasons, the way we played at home, uh, my rule is, my rule as a sports fan, you're not allowed to lose at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, your fans pay, especially nowadays, paid great money uh, to come see you play, to come see you perform. The way you've played at home for the last two, three seasons, just dismal, un- unacceptable. And uh, I feel like the loss against Villarreal 3-0 at home in the Champions League was just the most unacceptable result. Uh, will we see it? I'm I'm praying we will see a, a little more attacking football, and especially you know with players that are that have arrived, Di Maria and Pogba, and you know supplying both two. Vlaovic was kind of like all by himself if Dybala was available, and then uh, Morata was just like. You can see you can see his feet shuffling around the corner flag and trying to make something happen. But hopefully, with a little more support, Vlaovic will bring us a lot more goals. And I'm hoping think, to see a little more attacking. I think we will. You? I, I I completely agree. I think we will. And I think the thing that you have to consider is that the the kind of trajectory that we had after 2015, 2016, we lost all those midfield players. We started buying bigger and bigger names kind of peaked with Ronaldo, but we we didn't think, how is this guy going to fit in? How is the team going to work around him? No disrespect to Ronaldo. He did, you know, he did. The team suffered so badly because of it. And I think yeah. there was this big disconnect between, at that point, Paratici and the way that the team was actually going to be run. They kept going after these great players. They didn't think about which players we needed. They thought about which players were available at good prices. And then they tried to fit them all in, which kind of come later with that, you know, the, the season that we made it to Cardiff when we had Mandzukic at left wing, just so we could play him. Higuain up front, Dybala playing slightly farther back. Everything was kind of like sandwiched in. This time around, I think you got to remember 2015, 2016, when the team was perfectly balanced, we were unstoppable. We made it all the way to that Champions League final against Barcelona. And the most important thing is we played really good football doing it. We played brilliant football from the start of the season to the end, everything just got better and better and better. So if Allegri is capable of that with a well-balanced team, excuse me, then what's to say he can't do the same thing again this season without all the superstars, without all the big names, where he has an input and says, guys, these are the type of players that I need. I want to play this particular way. I want to play 4-3-3. They go out, they get in the players. He has a full summer with them and away you go. So and, and I, don't forget... I, Hmm. Don't forget January as well. You know, January is a is an underrated transfer time because you kind of uh, you see what you're missing and and you know you you know transfer rumors are going to come literally two months after we're we're recording this podcast. You know about January signings and Juve Juve know how to pull off a good January signing. I'm not going to lie. So hopefully uh, we'll reinforce the squad. Hopefully take you know by then we will be uh, at the top of the group in the Champions League and. Um, yeah, January, don't sleep on that either. 
Um, uh, I want to I want to give a shout out to Amit, who's always who's always there for us with the question and with the support. <laughs> and he's a, he's a really good dude. Uh, so he's asking. Let, let's let's make this one real quick, uh, if you don't mind. Um, first of all, he says fantastic new new episode. He's excited. So my questions: um, If Juve don't sign another center back, do we have a strong enough defense at present with a young but promising Gatti and the unreliable Rugani in reserve? to see out a whole Serie A title challenge. And who out of Rabio or Arthur should go? Well, let's just, let's just say Arthur <laughs> is pr- probably a foregone conclusion. 100%. Um, he will be gone for sure. We, we discussed Rabio a little bit. And first question, like I said, we do have, we do have a wall. It's just not a really tall wall <laughs> right now. Uh, I, I, you know, Gatti, I feel like we should, should give him a chance. Him. Yeah, got to trust him. Like, if what yeah. what are you doing if you if you're not risking a little bit? You know what I mean. We always see these players and uh, other teams and other Champions League uh, squads where, oh my God, this young player, blah blah blah, and then you see them prosper and then you see them um, do great things. And why can't Juve be one of those teams where other teams look at us and say they've developed this player mm. from the ground up and and. They're reaping the benefits now. I really hope we can get a couple of couple of young players out there um, in the next season. What do you think, Rob? Um, the first part, I think, ideally, it would be nice to have another centre-back, a good one, maybe someone like Milenkovic from Fiorentina. If it really came down to it, I think it would be risky to go into the season with just four centre-backs. But if they all stay fit, it's not the worst thing if you've got Bonucci, Gatti. They won't. <laughs> you got Bonucci, uh, Gatti, and, and Bremer as like your your sort of first choices, and you're going to play two out of those. That's not the worst thing. Um, it would be nice to have a bit more depth, but yeah. In answer to the question, yeah, let's let's get someone else just to be absolutely sure. Um, and the second part, out of Artur and Rabio, um, Rabio is not great, but Artur is is. I don't know what he is. It's been two years. I, I still don't understand what he does, where he's supposed to play, what his purpose is in the team, what kind of player he is, what he likes, what he doesn't like. He's just a complete mystery to me. So get him out of the club yesterday, please. Uh, he, he was the one of the biggest mistakes that we've made in recent years. I wish we had kept Pjanic. I know we had to balance the books and all that kind of stuff, but seriously, Pjanic yeah. with one leg would have been better we, than Artur. We, we, really, we really thought we won that transfer, didn't we? <laughs> we so did. So We badly. were trolling <laughs> Barca fans left and right, but it seems like nobody won in that one. Uh, I didn't think I, Pjanic, Pjanic is actually in the US right now with, with Barca. I know he's no longer in Besiktas. Uh, but I would just want to give a shout out to uh, Tom Richardson, our our fan from Wales. I know he's a Ramsey fan, number one on the podcast, and you know nothing personal, but he's uh, he's been upset. He's 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 sad it didn't work out. But hey, what are you gonna do? So he's just saying that you know it's been too long. Thanks for coming back with the podcast. His question is kind of what we discussed. Uh, what positions and players should we go for next? Like we discussed, you know, another another center back, uh, left back is much needed. But I don't think I don't center think there's back, anything on the radar so far. Yeah, uh, and another and winger. Again, I would say another winger and a and a deputy for Vlajevic. If we can get those four things, we can win the Champions League. I say that every time we record, but <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I the, the, 
you know what our plan is baby you know be shit face in the fountain fountain somewhere in europe baby. come on where is where is the champions league final next year Can i have no idea seriously no. i was gonna i was gonna mention uh, it to you the other day and i completely forgot so let me just have a quick look champions league final. oh speaking of speaking of europe i really finally want to make it out to turin again this year the plan is to go there in may maybe hit up a couple of european cities um yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like I'm way overdue to party with around Turin with Maurizio, and maybe like shoot a little documentary with him. So <sighs> that'd be that'll cool. Be so that'll be so fun. That, I mean, I've been thinking about it. I've been reaching out to him. He's like, "Hey, do what you got to do. Uh, maybe maybe make like a one day documentary about how you know UEFA fans celebrate Champions League." The um, the final is going to be at the Atatürk Olympic Stadium in Istanbul in Turkey, and if anyone has any questions or any doubts about going to turkey turkey is the best place seriously i oh lived out there for a while I mean, turkey is amazing everyone should go out to turkey and if you can go out there for a champions league final it'd be amazing uh, no yeah, not if i mean i we we will we'll be going out to the champions league final. yeah are, are you calling it <laughs> doing it baby you and me <laughs> I, yeah i hope so man. i mean my hometown baku i just came back from a 16 day vacation 20 years 20 years after i left uh it was a blast and you know turkish uh, influence and and is 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 all over the place. So I, I we didn't make it to Istanbul, but it definitely. I mean, I was in the airport for like ten hours. So I, even the <laughs> airport is so dope. Uh, it's the biggest airport in Europe, or something like that. So definitely food and culture, uh, yeah. and you know, winning winning the Champions League would be a and especially in Galatasaray's backyard. You know, you know, they, <laughs> oh, they, they, gotcha. they're, they're still they're still trolling us. So winning it winning it in Istanbul would be a, a cherry on top. Um, um, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Pogba. Hashtag Pogba, baby. It's been, I, I, I didn't think we would steal him from Real Madrid. I'm not going to lie. This was an awesome transfer. Uh, I was in the thick of my vacation, so I was just, you know, kind of scroll, st- scrolling <laughs> through, but I was really happy to see him, to see Di Maria. Uh, Di Maria is a player that, that adds so much. I don't use that that word a lot but yeah he does add a pizzazz to your to mm. your team with the trickery and and with the unpredictability really looking forward to having those two players because i always mention on this podcast it's a it's a game you want to smile you want to enjoy so he's one of those players where you where you watch his every move to see what he's going to do and if that's going to uh, bring a smile to your face um Really looking forward to Pogba and and Di Maria just showing the tricks and bringing the mentality, and uh, and Pogba Pogba has got a lot to prove. He's got not. a lot to prove. I I completely agree. A lot to prove, but at the same time, I I, I kept wishing like we were going to buy Milinkovic Savic. I was like, okay, if it comes down to those two, I want I want the guy from Lazio. Pogba comes back within one day. He's posting these videos. He's happy. He's going around talking to Allegri. Yeah. I'm completely sold. I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm completely on board the Pogba train. He, he brought so much positivity back and there's a lot of humor, and a, a, kind of a lighthearted feeling. It's a bit of a throwback. And on the pitch, I watched some training games. He's looking good. I know there's only training games, but he is, he's looking good. So I think yeah, hope, I mean, it, he, yeah, he, he will, he will for sure add uh, a little bit more, um entertainment to the squad and it's it's a completely different team from like two three years ago when you when you look at it kies is coming back he's going to be a beast i just heard that kies will be might be back by christmas uh hopefully it's sooner than that i you know i've seen his 
his videos yeah. already on the pitch and stuff. They're saying around about September time to be back in the team mm. and, and training regularly, and then October to be maybe actually playing games October November time. So it's good, yeah. Knowing him, the way that he's driven, I, I think it might even be sooner than that. So fantastic! Yeah. Really looking it's forward awesome. to McKinney coming back. He's yeah. Uh, the interview came out today. He's he's saying that off season in, in Italy is quote unquote abnormal because they train twice a week. And uh, he's happy to be out there. He's looking a lot more in shape. Um, really, look. I, I I was so bummed when there were rumors came coming out of McKinney lo- um, leaving because I just don't think uh, we've seen the best of that guy. And I would hate for him to go to another team and shine there. So shout outs yeah. to him. There's there's a lot of players that I'm really looking forward. Finally, the feeling is the feeling is back. Of you know, I know yeah. you've mentioned on on WhatsApp that. Um, you're finally excited about the next season. We got mm-hmm. what two, three weeks until our first game, and we will record a podcast before then, kind of like the preseason uh, special. And one last question. I'm sorry if we didn't get to all of the questions, but I think we've we uh, we mentioned a lot of the people uh, at American at Zebra American, yeah. another uh, another American Juventino. Uh, what are your way too early predictions for MVP? Biggest surprise and the biggest flop. I like it. Let's let's That's, finish the, the podcast with, the, with that question. What do you think? Yeah, uh, MVP. I'm so biased. I'm going to say Bremer because for me, defenders Ooh, are like at the top above everyone else. I think a good defender is is the, the must. Uh, biggest surprise. I think Pogba. I think people are really like in two minds. They're doubting him. They're sort of thinking, is he? Isn't he the same Pogba that, that left? I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, biggest flop. Uh, there will be no flops this season. I will not mm-hmm. accept it. There are no flops this season. <laughs> Come I, on, I, man. You're supposed to be unbiased. And, and seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at that team and I just feel, I feel positivity this summer. I feel good. I feel like this coming season is going to be good. I feel like everything is just going to come together bit by bit by yeah. bit. So no I, I, like the, I, I, I like the positivity. I, I really do. So, so far, Rav has, uh, has predicted that you will win the treble. <laughs> And there will be no completely no flops on the team. Everybody will get uh, 10 goals and 10 assists. This is it. I have yeah, no objectivity. Um, so what were you get? What were your what do you think? MVP uh, and biggest surprise and biggest flop? That's that's a good question. So MVP. Hmm. It's Alexandro for sure. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just I, I kid, but I you know, speaking of Alexandro, he was terrible last year. Last two, three years, he had two maybe so two bad. seasons and again again and again we go back to giovanni saying sell him to man city right now <laughs> while we have the chance and now we're I mean, it's it, what personified him for me was last year one of the last games i think it was against milan his his sliding tackle he he completely strips a ball off the player and then the, the, his next pass goes again again <laughs> to the wrong team and that's just what he does he's he's acceptable yeah. in defense and just completely horrible going forward and i really hope completely. we find a find a replacement uh but mvp vlaovic i feel like we haven't seen anything that guy's a beast do yeah. not sleep on vlaovic uh biggest surprise i hope it's mckinney um again he hasn't we haven't seen most i mean that that scissor kick at Camp Nou was just a thing of beauty. And I feel like there's there's more. That was a surprise for me already. And the biggest flop. I mean, how can we, how can I kind of discuss the flop? 
that would be kind of kind of kind of a mean thing to do but it's i really like, like it, it, it's it is hard to see but, yeah um just go with say, Rubiani. just alexandro <laughs> At least, I mean, <laughs> that's the theme okay. yeah, yeah yeah and and rugani man man yeah. how do we still have that guy on our team right yeah that that one i'll never understand but there you go. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, I am out of shape. I am exhausted from speaking, but I really hope on oh, my microphone stand. Is you, you cut out. Can you still hear me? The audio is cut out on your mic. Uh, oh, my microphone oh, went off. Can you hear me now? I can, yes. I can hear you now. Yes. <laughs> um, so just to uh, just to kind of bring everything back into focus. Um, Juventus will be playing. Let me, I have this pulled up. Juventus will be playing in Las Vegas, July 22nd against Club Deportivo Guadalajara. And then they're coming back, um, not coming back, but going to Dallas to play against Barcelona, July 26th at Cotton Bowl Stadium. And finally, Real Madrid, July 30th, Rose Bowl, legendary stadium, iconic Los Angeles venue in Pasadena, California. Come party with us. Uh, reach out to uh, Juventus Los Angeles for the times and, you know, follow them. I will be posting a lot of stuff as well about the meeting times and what we will be doing. It will, it will, it will be fun. It will be three days of just Juve fans partying. And, and hopefully, hopefully we, we, beat, we go there with the mentality of beating Real Madrid. Not that it really matters, but it's still... Kind of fun to, um, I know it's a preseason game, but it's still a game you want to win and see our see your um, star players. Uh, yeah, the game the game against Real Madrid is at seven p.m. So we'll be we'll be nice and toasted before then. Um, podcast, as far as the podcast is concerned, shout outs to Giovanni, Matt, Sam, Chris, and of course Rav. Uh, we will be back. There will be like I mentioned, there will be a lot of content coming your way we're not giving up season nine um really excited about this one and hopefully we'll be able to add a youtube show as well so like i mentioned before if you're a youtuber if you're if you have a if you need a spot to shine please let us know there will be a there will be a kind of a audition process but i hope we will come up with a with a fun show for you guys that's it turingiants.com check out the merch rav Give me, give me your plugs again, man. We need to get your, uh, we need to get your website, and we need to get your Twitter, Twitter page. Um, uh, yep, uh, Twitter is Foot Italia One, and the website is footitalia.com. And my personal page is Il Gobo Two Thousand and Two. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Il Gobo Two Thousand and Two. You'll, you'll find if, me. If, Just look for if, the Marquisio avatar. That. that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the legendary Marquise yeah. avatar, and and you know, go through, go read through the through yesterday's tweets because Rav was, was <laughs> so happy we were able to uh, to steal a steal a player from Inter, as many of you guys were. But I feel like Rav was the personification of that. <laughs> Rav, you're the best. Thank you, thank you all for listening. It's Forza Juve. Love you guys. Forza Juve. <laughs>